Powerful at Work Radio, Episode 9. Welcome to Powerful at Work Radio, the podcast for professionals who see their work as a calling. I'm your host, Rosa Ponce de Leon, and together we'll explore how people can position themselves to make a real difference with their work. We will cover topics ranging from leadership to emotional wellness to what true power looks like and everything in between. If you're ready to do work differently, tune in and join the movement. Now let's get after it. Welcome back. This week, we're going to continue our conversation from last week where I talked about day zero. Now, if you missed it, you're going to want to go back and check that one out. Uh, But basically, I drew a parallel between day zero in the academy and real life. And in real life, adversity happens. That's what it's really all about. There comes a time when it's just things are just not working out things are falling apart and it's stressful and you no matter what you do you're wrong and it, it seems like you're not no matter what step you take it seems to be the wrong step and that's exactly what the experience of day zero is and in that experience it's a controlled setting so I want to shift a little bit and drill in on the tactical officer or the role of the instructor in this setting Now, a great instructor understands that his or her role is to get the students or or the new recruits into a position where they are humble and they're teachable. We come in as recruits, we're vulnerable, we know that it's going to be a difficult day, we're going to be asked questions, we should have had some uh, knowledge ahead of time that we prepared, we memorized some things, we understand some of the rules and we have to be able to uh, answer certain questions when, when asked and naturally there will be times where under stress, we just can't seem to remember the right answer or we just didn't prepare enough. And so it's a big reality check. It's a gut check. And it's just a reminder that ultimately you need to have worked out whether you belong there or not. And when challenged, it's easy to believe you belong there when there's no adversity. But when it, when the challenges present themselves, those insecurities, if we haven't taken the time to work them out, will become very real and they hijack the moment instead of being able to walk in confidence and find solutions and problem solve, we question ourselves and we then cease to be effective in those moments. While some might look at day zero as unnecessary and irrelevant in the sense of it's creating a negative impact to the recruit, in reality, it is necessary because life is filled with adversity. There isn't a person here that is immune from adversity. Adversity is a part of life. It's a part of every career. It's a part of everyone's path. And so because we're not immune to adversity, we shouldn't shy from it when it is there. It's almost like we're failing to have depth in the teaching. If there's insecurity there, let's work through it. But how do we know it's there unless you're challenged? And if you're not challenged, then you won't reveal where you're vulnerable and where you're going to crack. And as a recruit, you have a choice. You can look at this as this unnecessary and unsolicited event, or you can say, this is good for me. This can be good. It's going to help me grow. Uh, A recruit who has a growth mindset, who is a high achiever, who likes to be challenged, is going to look at this day as an opportunity to show up and be confident and 
if and when any vulnerabilities reveal themselves, then you get to make a decision as to how you're going to move forward now that you have this information, right? So if I know that academically I'm failing in a certain area, then I get to go back and hit the books a little more. If I know that physically uh, I'm not doing really well with my push-ups, then I probably need to work on my push-ups, right? So this opportunity to reveal the cracks is actually something that is valuable. So all this effort that is put into this day zero, this moment of adversity, this moment of being challenged in every possible way, being yelled at, being picked at, and being basically told that no matter what you do, it's wrong. Uh, It's an opportunity to say, am I humble? Am I teachable? Am I willing to endure the challenge and see what I'm made of. And for those that choose to stay and stick around and not just survive, but really leave a mark of you didn't break me, those people have a great reward because now you get to enter into day one and be present for what's what's available. Nothing is gonna be as crazy as day zero. And so now you get to look at day one and, and beyond and actually enjoy the process of learning because the worst is behind you. So there's something beautiful about embarking, having some challenges and, and really earning that position, right? As opposed to just having it handed out not having to work for it. There's something very rewarding uh, about having to work for it. And so from the perspective of the TAC officer, there are officers who are great leaders or, or, or instructors who are great leaders and are able to pay attention to the recruits experience, right? It's not just about what can I say as a drill instructor to be the meanest person? What can I do to really break people down? The great ones understand that they have a role to bring the recruit to a position where they can make decisions for themselves that are going to make them more successful. So when someone is vulnerable, they might really pick at that place to make the recruit more aware that this is an issue. But when they start to see the recruit head in the right direction, they also are able to switch gears and say, there it is. And they back off. Those instructors that are highly skilled are very much paying attention attention to how that recruit is responding to to their inputs. To say that uh, every tactical officer is that mature and that skilled would be wrong because there are people who really don't understand their role. Just like in life, there are going to be leaders that fail us. There are going to be people that we expect better from them and they, and they fail. Those people are going to exist. Nevertheless, I still get to choose what I'm going to do with this experience. I still get to choose that I'm going to turn around and be better from it. I'm going to turn around and set myself up to win the next time this situation presents itself. And I'm not going to get caught up on this person who doesn't understand their role, who fa- who's failing at their role. I'm not going to get caught up on that. Instead, I'm going to say, but what? who am I in this situation? And how do I want to be remembered for how I handled this situation? And it's possible for that recruit to make a decision and say, and even though this person fails, I'm still going to be someone who honors the, the role of this person and not lash out and not retract or contract, but instead still be fully present and so fully alive. And even though this person doesn't understand their role and they're just being unnecessarily over the top or controlling or just disrespectful to the human that's in front of them, when those people choose to be that way, they don't get to have the satisfaction of bringing me with them, right? I, I I get to as a 
recipient of this ugliness make a decision to say, but nevertheless, that's not who I am. And even though they're, they're not doing their best at this role, I still have an understanding of this context. This context of adversity is meant to help me to determine what is most important to me and what are the things that I value in a human or in a person's performance or in a response. And I get to choose to still be smart and intelligent. I get to choose to to not lash out in anger and disrespect, but instead be professional and again, honor the person even if they haven't earned it. So there are people in life who are going to fail for us and we now get to decide how we want to face those situations. So the, the thing to remember is that in the academy and in any training setting where we are preparing for bigger things, one of the things I said in, in the last podcast is the drill instructors can pretty much have a, a fair fair game in what how they want to pick on the recruits, but they can't kill you, right? There's there's an end in sight and it's not, it's not death. So it, it's a controlled setting. No one's going to get hurt, right? No one's going to get Um, we all get to go home at the end of the day, but in real life for, at least for law enforcement, when that adversity happens, when those challenges happen, it's not always certain that you get to go home at night. And, And those are not thankfully the prevailing circumstances, but they're realistic incidents that can happen where you might lose your life. That's why, why you're prepared for the worst. And so the experience of adversity, the first time that that happens cannot be outside of that safe and controlled setting. It has to be in that context that needs to be presented because there's value there. And that value comes in the form of giving that recruit the choice of how they want to respond and how they want to show up. And also providing that recruit with some options and some training that's going to make that recruit more successful in those settings. Now, everyone's situation may not lead to life and death in a literal sense, but everyone does have to look at their operating reality as impacting the life and death of others. And again, not maybe not in the literal sense, but if I see how my decisions affect real people in their daily lives, then I'm going to be more compassionate and more aware of the impact of how I operate. I'm going to take more a better responsibility and take greater care in how I show up for others. If I fail to understand that, then I'm going to be like that drill instructor that has no clue why their role is so critical in this context of day zero and will just show up and abuse people with their verbal language and just be plain mean for no reason at all with no clear direction or goal in mind other than to be mean. That's just bullying and nobody needs that. It's not necessary in any workplace, in any setting. It, there, there is absolutely no reason to think that that is an effective way to lead or to teach or to do anything effectively. That doesn't give the recruit a free pass to then fail and quit. Uh, I don't want to communicate or give you the impression that that's okay, but it is an invitation to say, well, I don't like how this person is handling this situation, but I can say that I'm going to learn what not to do and how I don't want to be. And when you realize that, uh, especially in leadership positions where you are making decisions in policy and in the way that culture is taking place, when you're making decisions that do impact others, having been through a day zero where you understood that you have value to add to others, how you do business and how you carry yourself and how you show up is meaningful to other people. 
And the ideal scenario would be you taking ownership of making sure that your motivation behind your decisions is pure. And when you get reduced to nothing in a day zero, then you do get an opportunity to figure out what's pure. So once you kind of get out, out of your system, the idea that, yes, I might say the wrong thing. I'm not going to be perfect. I'm going to be questioned and people, two or three people might be yelling at me and have unrealistic expectations of me. Hey, two or three people might be asking me two or three different questions. I can't possibly answer them all, right? It'd be unreasonable to say that. But sometimes unreasonable happens. And if you've already faced that, and if you know that, well, I'm going to give a response and it's not going to be pleasing to everybody, but this is where I'm at right now. And this is what I'm going to give you. And you may not like it, but this is what I have to offer. And when you can be so confident in coming across as not perfect, when you can feel confident and give people permission to completely misunderstand you and to completely fail to listen to what you have to say and still be okay that you're still the person that belongs there, you're still the right person for this job, that this one incident doesn't define you. When you give people permission to not be on the same page with you, to not always agree with you, when you give people permission to be who they want to be and you still remain true to your own values and to your own core beliefs and to your own confidence in who you are, that's when you've really achieved success. And so there's value and there's beauty in that. And that is why day zero is so important. And when you understand the roles that different people play in creating this environment and whether they do a good job of it or not, you still get to take ownership of how you show up and what you do. And that's the value of a day zero. So whatever situation you're finding yourself in, again, real life does not give a free pass to anyone. Everyone experiences adversity. Everyone has moments where things are just not working out. And rather than fear those moments and rather than feel stressed or tense about those moments, you can choose to let those moments happen and know up front that it's going to be okay and know upfront that you're going to stay true to to who you are and that you are also going to be the type of person that looks around and finds ways to help others who are also struggling because that's another thing that happens in day zero. People will start to crack and you get to be a team player and you get to help and lead and provide people an alternative to quitting. So I hope this encourages you. If you are experiencing adversity, whatever it is, remember that everyone experiences adversity and no matter what it looks like for you, you belong here. You have a purpose, you have a calling and you have value and you can help others through the situation. And so don't get so caught up on where you might be taking the wrong step. Sometimes the, the, the right step isn't obvious. Keep taking those steps and ultimately you'll find the right path and look around and see who you can help through the difficult time. That is the biggest reward that you can take and that is called being a leader. And the earlier you can commit to that, the better off you'll be. You are in a position now where you can reflect on how you have been handling adversity and how you are going to make a decision that you won't quit on yourself, but instead see a way that you can be better from this adversity and see a way that you can now be more mature and more insightful and more aware of others and how you treat them in the work that you do every day. I hope this helps. I hope you take the time to reflect and I hope you make some decisions today to not quit, but instead show up bigger and 
better. Thanks for listening to Powerful at Work Radio. If you subscribe now, you're going to hear weekly teachings to shift your perspective on how to thrive in the workplace and stories from experts and career professionals who are daring to do work differently. And we want to invite you to the conversation. Please subscribe to this podcast. And you can also visit us on Facebook and join the group Empower to Bloom Tribe, where you're going to find tons of resources to help you on your career journey and also interact with like-minded professionals. I'll see you there.